Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Lehman. And I'm Chris Polanski. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. Chris, I'm going to throw it right to you, right off the bat. Okay. Because there's some important things that have happened in the last week. Okay, let me have it. We talked about, at the beginning of last week's episode that you were going back to work. Yes. And to start that discussion off, I asked you a question, which was, what are you going to do with Ben? And then we talked about anything but that answer. Oh, did we? <laughs> I didn't even realize it. I, I, li- I had to listen to it to edit it. And it wasn't until Laura listened to the podcast. She's like, you never said what he was doing with Ben. And I'm like, oh, shit, he did <laughs> So we just get down a rabbit hole of discussion, Mike, and we, yeah. we dodge questions. Yeah, not intentionally, but. Yes, yes. It, it wasn't like we were, you know, trying to change the, the topic from away from, you know, why I, I didn't fight in the war when, when, you know, I claimed to be a great hero or something. Right, right. <laughs> but, but anyway, anyway, I feel like we'll get into this. But what what were your plans for Ben and what did they end up being? So what we ended up doing was we gave Ben to my parents, basically, because we only live two houses away from each other. We've been not we haven't been having like dinners and stuff together, but we've been seeing each other sort of semi regularly, uh, kind of treating it as like part of our bubble simply because, you know, I can't go outside without Ben wanting to run to their house and that kind of thing. So it was like, this is impossible. Like we literally cannot not see them. So yeah, we, we gave him to them for the day, but I don't know if I've ever said this on the show before, but they, before Ben was even born, they had said that they will not be full-time babysitters for us, you know, unless it was like dire circumstance. So one day is probably pushing it. I think, you know, that's, that's enough. So <laughs> we're not going to get him to do it five days a week. That's for sure. But what about dire circumstance? Is this not dire circumstance? Yeah, but I'm only going to work one day a week, right? So Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, in this case, it's still dire circumstances. I, I suppose. I suppose. It's, it's one day of dire circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll give you their phone number. <laughs> you can talk to them. But no, it does work out well. And that's what we are doing. I mean... I kind of put my foot down with my company and said, like, until daycare comes back, this is the most I'm willing to do is is one, right? Because I'm not, I'm still not super comfortable with the whole idea. But I mean, the reality is, is if I don't go, I, what else am I going to do, right? I can't take a leave of absence. So anyway, yeah, that's what we're doing. So to answer Laura's question, he's staying with my parents. There we go. How how was going back to work? Sucked, Mike. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> it was so... I feel like I have a sense now of when, well, you know, primarily mothers, but if, if dads take paternity leave. But if, when you come back from maternity leave and you've left the sort of life you've gotten used to and you go back to the life that you remember, man, like just turning the corner and walking down the hallway, I could feel like my like stress levels increase and just like, I don't want to be here. It feels like I'm in jail, that kind of thing. And to be honest, like, like I had talked about last week, frankly, there was no reason for me to be there. Like everything that I helped people with, I did remotely and, you know, I didn't need to do, you know, in person or anything like that. But uh, at least they saw my face. And I guess that's the most important thing. Right, Mike? Did you wear a mask? 
No, no. What we our office has rules and stuff. So like the lunchroom, only two people at a time can go in the lunchroom and our boardrooms. They've taken out all the chairs except for, you know, two or three, depending on the size of the room. And then we've got like, what the hell is it called? The, the soap, not the soap, the other one. Antibacterial stuff. Anyway, we got that everywhere in the building. So, you know, every time you turn the corner, you can squirt it on your hands and clean up your hands, that kind of thing. But certainly if I were to go in a meeting, I'd probably wear it because I do bring it with me everywhere. I don't go in stores or anything anymore without having it on. So, Well, that sounds fun. Yeah, it sucks, Mike. I, I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. It's going to take me a while to get used to it. That's for sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if I could. Uh, I mean, I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if I could get used to, to going back like that for for a while. But yeah, it's it's weird, right? It wasn't like I was super busy, you know, so I could watch a little bit of YouTube or whatever during my downtime. But it was just like, you know, if I was at home. I could be on the deck or I could be playing video games or I could be doing anything else, you know, but now I'm kind of stuck here. And certainly as I was getting ready for the day and stuff, it was like, you know, while I'm rushing around getting my lunch ready and getting Ben packed up to send over to his grandparents and that kind of thing. It's like, this is such a waste of time because yesterday I was doing all my work while I'm eating breakfast with Ben, right? I, I started my day at like 730, whereas now I'm starting at 830 and I don't know. I don't know. Things aren't going to change. So. I guess I just have to get used to it, Mike. Guess so. Yeah. My parents were listening to the podcast, which is an indication of how bored they are. Uh, <laughs> and they said they really hope that no one from my company listens into the podcast. It's like, they need to hear it. They need to hear it, Dad. <laughs> yeah. That's that's funny. Yeah. Any other criticism they had? No? Of the podcast? Yeah. No, no. They said you're an angel, Mike. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I was I was I was half expecting to hear uh, I talk too much because that's what my <laughs> that's what my grandmother said. My grandmother said that I don't let you talk. So yes, well that's true. Thank you, Mike's grandmother. That's right. <laughs> I did get to see my grandmother this weekend. We did our first in person visit with with my gra- my grandmother. So William's great grandmother, but my grandmother. We we sat on the on the front porch and and well she sat on the front porch and we sat on the front lawn and we had chairs uh william was all running around everywhere because of course he was like that's yeah. the kind of thing that, that that babies do and well not babies he's a toddler at this point but he was running around all over the place she seemed to be pretty happy to see him she was like I, she couldn't get over how big he was because she hasn't seen him since like january yeah and she baked me cookies and i ate all of them within like two days <laughs> attaboy mike they were really good like it's not every day your grandma makes you cookies, right? No, that's right. So, that's right. and they don't last forever. And I don't mean they go bad. I mean, they don't last forever because I ate them so fast. <laughs> yeah. Grandma needs to up it to like a 24 or 48 batch, not yeah, just a yeah. little like half dozen. Yeah. But what the other thing that was really interesting is because my grandmother lives like a two minute drive up the street from my parents' house. So we were also going to go visit my parents as well. And we were like, okay, well, what we'll do is because my parents have a big backyard, we'll go to the backyard. And I think we've talked on the show before about like William loves the water. He loves baths. He, he we took him for swimming lessons. He loves swimming lessons. You know, he, we got a little water table for him in the backyard. He loves that thing. My parents have a pool. We walked in that backyard. There was no stopping that kid. He went into that pool fully clothed. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
Yeah, he was just like, I'm going in. And we're like, no, no, buddy, you don't need to go in. You don't need to go in. And he's just like, nope, nope. Like he walked over and we like sat him down on the first step and put his feet in it. And the water was super cold. It was like 67 degrees or Ooh, something. Oh, damn. Like that. Yeah, that's chilly. So he's like, you know, he puts his feet in it. We're like, it's cold. He's going to he's gonna realize it's cold and then that'll be it. And then he scoots himself down to the top step. So his butt's in it. We're like, ooh, okay, well, good thing we have a a change of clothes and then bam he just went right in like, <laughs> like does that mean first. that you also had to go in then to no rescue no laura was able to grab him and pull, and pull him out but uh yeah it's it funny our 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 long distance con you know contactless planned visit with my parents quickly fell apart because we had to move inside into their house to stay away from the pool because there was no keeping him away from that pool like yeah as long as we were out there he needed to be in that pool well and it's it's tough right because they probably want to or he probably wants to see his grandparents too and then what do you do like rush over there and play interference and, and try to block them and- yeah it, like it's really weird running over to my parents and being like nobody don't touch them <laughs> you know like so i mean i i did it i don't think they actually did end up end up touching him but i mean once he went in the house i guess it really didn't matter we probably couldn't have done away with it like he's running around touching everything in their house that's what i was gonna i mean yeah there's the whole reality of this is you know okay if he, even if he's not sitting on their lap he's sitting on a chair that they sat on which means that you know it's all shared and everything and yeah know. exactly but yeah so that was that was just his ridiculous wackiness when it came to just like going absolutely everywhere and as much as I'd like to have helped with all of the water in the pool stuff, we're on vacation this week. And the first thing I did when we went on vacation is screw up my back. So we're, <laughs> oh, we're, no. yeah, we're three days into my vacation and my back is just destroyed. Right now I'm on some painkillers and some pain relief cold cream mm-hmm. and I'm doing, doing pretty okay right now, but uh, that will change later. I'm sure. Well, chiropractors are open now, Mike. Yeah, you went back to yours, didn't you? Yeah, I went uh, the day, literally the same day I went to the office. I went to the chiropractor afterwards, and it was was a treat. Okay, is there more to that story? Oh, oh, well, (laughs) (laughs) no, it was just good. I felt so much better after after getting my back adjusted and everything like that. But man, they take it very seriously there. Like they, of course, they have the plastic walls that everybody has now. And like you'd go into the room. And as soon as you leave, they had somebody dedicated to going and wiping down literally everything that you just touched and you had to have your mask on the whole time. And so I felt pretty safe there. I'll be honest. Well, that's good. Yeah, because because it's already creeping back into our lives. The numbers are rising because everybody's going back out into the world. It's fun. So I want I want to ask you, Mike, vacation. Yes. So what are your vacation plans? (laughs) (laughs) So the week was originally booked in like January. Okay. And the plan at the time was like, we're going to, you know, maybe see some friends, you know, like we got some friends who live out in Fort Erie. We're going to go to the beach one day and go see them, you know, things like that. Obviously none of that happened, but another reason that we had the week planned was this is the week we're going to remove soothers from our lives. Okay. We're on day two. Cause yesterday was the first day, day two of, of no soothers and like it's it's a little bit okay and a little bit not okay so what what are the struggles then with it is it that he's like looking for it and he's just like where's my soother or is it he needs it or he he still has the soother 
But it's been sabotaged. Oh, okay. We've cut the end off. So wait, what? The like end the, off? The, the the tip is we cut the tip off. Okay. So you can't it doesn't have suction. Oh, but he can still like chew it though. Yeah, he can still put it in his mouth and stuff. Okay. But it's not as good as it once was. He's you he clearly like keeps taking it out of his mouth and looking at it and being like, What the hell? you know, but he still he still does kind of the same stuff. When it comes to like, oh, I don't have it, you know, and Gainza gets upset and stuff. Like if he drops it, he still goes after it kind of a thing. Right. So the first day we did it, the first time we cut the, we cut it off and we put him down for a nap. And normally William sleeps from, he goes to bed around noon and he sleeps till about 3, 3.30. Yeah, which is crazy. That's that's just so intense. Well, we took the, we took the soother away. Like we, he still had it, but we cut the tip of the soother off. He was, it was quarter to one by the time he fell asleep. It wasn't even two when he woke up. Right. And he was not happy. Like he was very <laughs> so, upset. So an adjustment period. Yeah. Yes. So my first thought was like, oh crap. Like if this is what it's like from now on, I'm going to be screwed for work. Right. Because his nap time is the crossover time. And if he's waking up at like before two o'clock, you know, like I, 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 I work till three. That's not good. Right. So day one, that didn't go well. He slept fine. We put him down for his nap. He took a like for bedtime and he took a little longer to go down. He's a little unhappy. He, he got he keeps like throwing his 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 lullaby out of the bed to in like protest. And then he gets upset that he doesn't have a lullaby. So we have to go in and get it kind of a thing. So it's like, oh, man, like, wait, you're doing this to yourself, you jerk. Yeah. So after a while, he fell asleep and he slept. He slept through to the morning like he would normally sleep. So we're like, okay, this is a positive. This is a positive. We put him down for his nap today, gave it another little snip, make it a little shorter. The idea is you do it shorter and shorter until like it's completely worthless kind of a thing. Oh, okay. All right. So I think we have to do it over five days or something like that. Like the first day, he didn't even notice. We poked holes in it and it like nothing happened. Right. You know, like we, we poked it with pins and he didn't even notice. And we're like, okay, this didn't work well. But today he slept better. He slept till about 2.30 when he went down. He still fought and it was about 12.30 by the time he actually went down. So better, better than the, than the last nap, but. You know, still not the kind of nap time that I'm hoping out of, of of this kid kind of a thing. But right. So, you know, it's it's going somewhat well. Let's hope that it continues. He's asleep right now. Let's hope he stays that way. That kind of a thing. <laughs> so, yeah, the hope is by the end of the week, he's soother free. And, you know, we'll figure out what we can do from there because our, our, you know, we're not really doing too much, you know. We went for a, a, a lengthy family walk on Saturday morning, and that's when I put my back out because I pushed the stroller the entire time. And we went to Bayfront, which is all hills. Right. And so pushing him up and down hills is what screwed up my back. Uh, so. Oh, Mike, you're just getting too old, man. I am too old. It's <laughs> 35. Take me 35. out. Shoot that's me. it for you. Yeah. It's done. Yeah, grandma now is cringing at, at hearing this. But Yeah, uh, well, I don't think she listens to it on the regular. I think the only <laughs> time she listened was because my aunt and uncle who listened were there. So yeah. And I, I feel like I asked them what, what their their thoughts were too, and they said we stopped listening after the baby talk. So <laughs> So when you when you're watching the the stats and there's that big tune out, that's when our family stopped listening. Yeah, that's when yeah, they, yeah. they tune out, yeah. Yeah. 
so so the vacation, eh? So you didn't think about canceling it, like, and just deciding, you know, we'll save it until October or something like that. We thought about it. Laura gets unlimited vacation, so she's like, I was not canceling it. Sure, yeah. She needs a break, and I'm mean, she's been working crazy hard. Like her her job is they picked up, you know, like they really picked up and. I mean, she's in customer service. So not only did they pick up, but everyone's becoming even bigger an asshole because, you know, they're all stuck at home and they're all like angry. I mean, Laura had Laura was talking to a guy on the phone. And I remember this distinctly because she sits next to me now. We, we do our work together across from each other. And this guy called and he was trying to figure out how to use his app because Laura helps with an app. And he, he was He's like, transfer. can you transfer me to the, your manager? Because I have a question. And she's like, I can't transfer you because I'm working from home. We just don't have the, you know, the technology is not in place for us to be able to transfer calls. And his response to that was, are you rubbing it in my face that I got laid off and you didn't? And she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All I said was I can't transfer your call. Why would I know that you got laid off? Yeah, let yeah. alone rub it in your face. You know, so that's the kind of stuff that Laura's been dealing with. So when she was like, oh, a break from all of that, I will happily take it. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I, I was just like, well, we have the time. I could use a break too. Cause we've been, I've been incredibly busy. Normally, I juggle two to three clients at a time, and I checked about a week ago, and I, w- I had 13 active clients. Nice. Yeah, so I was very, very busy. Like I, I, When I say two to three, I mean active, like people I'm helping with launching projects at, at those exact moments, and then the project launches, and usually I don't hear from those people for a while. This is literally that many projects, like thirteen projects going at once. And it was like, oh my god! Like everybody just is like, let's do this, <laughs> you know? So, so yeah, we both were just like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna happily take the break, kind of a thing. Like we were just we needed a time to just, you know, well, center ourselves. And well, that's go good. Crazy. That's yeah. good. Yeah, we recently just canceled the vacation in the summer. <laughs> well, you you had pl- did you have a place that you were going to go? Yeah, so we um I feel like I've talked to you about this, probably not on the podcast, but separately. Like I've always wanted to just go up north, rent a cottage, you know, like a super expensive cottage and split it with a bunch of different couples. So Russ actually decided he was going to do it this year and he invited a few people and we were going to go and then <laughs> he reached out to us I think a couple of days ago and was like What's everybody's thoughts about going in the middle of July, you know, because that's when we're going to go. And it's like, yeah, I I don't think we're going to do that this year. So, yeah. So we decided to cancel, obviously. But uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Next year, hopefully. Yeah. Anything else going on with you guys when it comes to your kid and what you've been up to? Uh, not a ton. I don't have a, a million stories. Banjo is recovering from his knee surgery. I have noticed that the floors are much dirtier underneath Ben's high chair. Because he has not been uh, cleaning up after Ben as much. Uh, of course, of course. Ben's new favorite game is using the hose outside. So he will spray the fence and spray the deck and water the plants and water the grass. But it keeps him entertained for hours. And all it costs me is a little more expensive uh, water bill. So I'm more than happy to pay that. And then finally, <laughs> it was kind of funny because you were talking about how William loves the garbage and stuff right now. Yep. Ben walked over to our garbage the other day and lifted it up and looked inside and then just goes, 
because <laughs> it smelled so bad. Like we <laughs> we threw something in there. I don't know what it was, and he just like gags. <laughs> and he hasn't been near the garbage since it happened. But it was so funny, Mike. It was oh, man, man. Yeah, that's a life lesson for him right there. Yeah, that's what I need to do. Is put something stinky in there. <laughs> yeah, get some like blue cheese. Let it let it sit for a while and toss it right in. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no. But anyway, yeah, that's as far as uh, kids' stories and stuff goes. That's it. It's been a it's been a quiet week for me. Okay, well, I got a couple. Yeah, throw them out there, man. None of them are good. Oh, okay. Well, actually, one of them's funny, and it all like so. Laura has taught William. You know, we're trying to teach him to say things, right? Sure. And he's getting good. He's like, he's very consistently saying, yeah, now. Okay, yeah. Which is good. And he says it in like the right, you know, locations, you know, like you're like, yeah, hey, buddy. you ask if he wants something and he says, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. So that's good, right? Well, Laura has also taught William to say bubble butt. Nice. Yeah, so William says bubble butt, but he says it like bubble butt. Like he's still missing T's. Like it's like when he says teeth, he's like eef and you know, he, he doesn't have the, the T sound down yet. So he's like bubble butt. Right. But yeah, bubble butt is something that she's taught him to say. Uh, something else that Laura's taught William to do, and I'm like, why have you taught him this? Is she has taught William, she did it by accident, but now it's like his new favorite thing. Uh, Laura taught William how to pinch. Oh, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, so he pinches, and he pinches like when you pick him up on your neck and stuff like that, which is not fun. I don't like it. No. Don't like it. I hate that crap. Yeah, so he pinches all the time. And we had fridge magnets, like the the ABC fridge magnets that every child has at some point in their lives. William has lost his magnet privileges. Oh, was he okay? Well, let's try to think of what he would have done. <laughs> I'm going. It's as obviously. I'm torn, Mike. I'm torn. It's either he's sliding it underneath the fridge or he's trying to eat them. Well, he he didn't lose magnet privileges for sliding them under the fridge, but okay. he did that fairly often. Okay, which was a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, isn't it really? I had to take like a Swiffer to like knock them back out. But yes, you are correct. Eating the magnets was the problem. Nice. And we got in these magnets that were, you know how there's like the big plastic ones that have the teeny tiny magnet pieces in them? Yes. But we didn't get him that kind because we didn't want him to knock the magnet pieces out and swallow them. So we got him these foam ones that have a magnet backing stuck to them. So the shape is the magnet as well. So like the entire back of it is the magnet. Well, guess who's discovered that the backing peels off? Nice. So William started peeling the backs off of magnets and then eating the magnets. And we're like, okay, that's it. You're done. Wait, bye wait, bye wait, wait, wait. Eating the foam part or eating the peeled off part? Eating the peeled off part. Okay. The All magnet right. part. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was already trying to eat the magnets. And we were like, no, 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 no. But when he started separating them into smaller pieces, it was yeah. like, no, 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 no. This is over. You're done. You've lost these magnets. And they went into a box and now they're like on top of a shelf where he can't get to them. <laughs> maybe he'll get them back someday, but not today. These these sure. damn kids, Mike. <laughs> People were not kidding when they said like 18 months to two years is like the worst part of having kids. His 18 month 
like his adjusted age, because uh, remember William was premature, his adjusted 18 month was yesterday. So he's like primed and ready to start being a piece of shit. Right. Okay. Yeah. If you want. So, so I bought these for a completely unrelated thing, but uh, you know, like rare earth magnets, those ones that are super powerful. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I've got a bunch for a little project I'm working on and they're like, I don't know, half a centimeter big. I stuck one on the fridge and I was like, go ahead, Ben, play with this. And he's just like, tries to like pinch it on the fridge with this. No way he can get this thing off. So that kept him uh, entertained and then immensely frustrated like 15 minutes later. But uh, you could try that too, Mike. I should try that. My favorite of the stupid things that just like I could watch this all day was William was trying to, you know, that little drawer on the bottom of the oven where you, you keep your pans and stuff. Yes, the warming drawer. Yes. No, nobody actually uses it for what it's supposed to be used for, but that's what it is. It's the warming drawer. So William was trying to open that, but he was not strong enough to pull it himself. Like he couldn't do it. So he put his feet on it and re like reamed as hard as he could, but he's pushing with his feet. So he's pushing it closed <laughs> as he's trying to. Open. So he's not, it's not budging. Yeah, of course not. You yeah. know, because he's, he's stopping himself from, from pushing it. And I just laughed and watched <laughs> because he was struggling so much. And it was just like, no, go ahead. This will keep you occupied for a while. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it was fun. It, it kept him occupied. Well, but you know, good. it keeps me, you know, it keeps me occupied these days. What's that, Mike? Video games. These days? These well, all the time. But these <laughs> okay, days. There, there we go. All right. Yeah. But these days, I'm playing a lot of video games. Yeah, like, okay. you know, I, I still am. I'm still playing through Nier. I've I've gotten the main story beat, and I'm doing the cleanup because I'm gonna go for the platinum. And I think I've mentioned on this show before, or if not, I've talked to somebody about this, that Near is the game that you can actually buy the platinum using the currency in the game. You can actually buy the trophies. Okay. I am actually going to earn them. I am not going to buy the trophies. Well, look at you. So I'm working hard. I, I could buy the trophies and be done with it right now, but I refuse. You know, like I didn't earn it. Right, right. So I'm actually trying to earn it. We'll see if I stick to that because the last two trophies, like there's two. I have seven I need to get. One is the platinum. So I have six that I need to get. And two of them are very grindy. Like you have to craft items and you need certain parts and they're very hard to get. And like you have to grind for them. So we'll see if I get to my wits end and I'm just like, I'm buying them. Like I've just got to go to the store, (laughs) get the last two. Yeah. But yeah, I'm planning on beating it. And then, I mean, Last of Us comes out next week. And I, I, I know I'm getting it like I'm not buying it, but I know that I'm getting it because Laura's like, what? What do you want for Father's Day? And I'm like, what day is it? And she's like, it's this day. And I'm like, the last of us comes out two days before that. And she's like, done. So, <laughs> so I know I'm getting last. Yeah, no of us surprises for in the Laidman household, though. That's for not sure. really. No, Duh. I mean, the real surprise would be if I get anything else. <laughs> that, that would be the surprise. But I also actually picked up. Not intentionally. I picked up, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of a game called Maneater. Well, I don't think so. It's it's new. It's very new. And it's it's not like a big name game. Like it's from a smaller studio. Like you remember back in like the PS2 games, there'd be like, there's the AAA games that, you know, the big publishers make. And then there's the AA games that are, you know, fun, 
but not everybody's heard of them. You know, like like right, there's yeah. games like I don't know if you remember Freedom Fighter or yeah, Freedom Fighters or like Mercenaries. You know, games like that that were big and they had a following, but they weren't like the big games. You know, right, right. This is like that kind of a thing where it's like, okay, we're going to release this small game. You know, it's it's a game. You are a shark. And oh, you're getting, yeah. Oh, this is that shark game. It's the shark game <laughs> where you like jump out of the water and eat people. It's, it's basically GTA, except with except sharks. you're a shark. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. I, all right. I'm on board now. Yeah. So I picked up this game and I haven't, I haven't played it yet, but I think that's going to be my palate cleanser between near and last of us is man eater because <laughs> I, I read into it. It's supposed to be, it's supposed to be it, like, it's not gotten the reviews that blow the world away. Like it's gotten sevens and low eights and stuff like that. But basically it's people are like, it's short, it's repetitive, but it doesn't overstay its welcome kind of a thing. Like it's fun. Like the, the game play loop is fun, Mm -hmm. but it's short and repetitive. Right. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to give this like, this seems like a lot of fun and I'm going to give it a, a shot at some point in the future. And it actually was cheaper because it's not like a, it's, it's not like um because this is a lower, you know, lower tier game. It's actually cheaper. I think it was $69 instead of 79, like most big budget games are. And it dropped down to like 39 on Amazon. Oh, that's not bad. And, and I'm like, oh, damn, that's like ha- almost half price. Like, that's 30 bucks off. Like, I'm, that's not a bad. And this is like a week after it came out, too. And I didn't buy it. And then it like sold out immediately. And then a buddy of mine, I, I messaged him about it. And I said, did you, did you see this? Cause he and I had been talking about it. And he's like, yeah, I didn't buy it, but you know, I'll keep an eye out. So he messages me the other day and he says, it's back at that price. And I bought it for 40 bucks. And it said, will be delivered early July. And I'm like, that's fine. They're not going to charge me until it comes. And, you know, I got, I, I'm, I have things to play right, right now. So it's not a big deal. And then I'll just play it probably after I beat Last of Us. Maybe a silly shark game is what I need after what will probably inevitably be emotionally draining The Last of Us. Yes. Yeah. I, I order it and then it comes two days later. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so so now I'm going to play that between Near and and Last of Us and and that'll be my my emotional silliness before going into the emotional craziness. Right, right. That will come from the the Last of Us, but uh yeah, so I'm excited to play it. And the day after I bought it, it shot up to $84. 84 I okay, $84 for a video game is insane. I could never imagine spending that much money on a game. That's so expensive. But would you spend $79 at a game? No. I'm going to say for PC games, usually 70 bucks is like the top end, right? Like that's your most expensive one. And then your average price. I mean, I guess there really is no average because you buy them off Steam sales all the time for like $6. Right, right. Yeah. But yeah, no. So I'm, I'm excited to, to play the shark game. My, my assumption for why it went so high in price is because this is the kind of game. I went into an EB once and there was a game that I have. Like I have it now. It's called Danganronpa, mm-hmm. and it's a PlayStation Vita game where you. It's weird. It's a weird Japanese game where you go to court to trial. Like the, it's all students. Students are trapped in a school, and the only way to s- escape the school 
And you're trapped there by a bear. Also, you're trapped there by a bear. The only way to escape the school is to murder one of your schoolmates and then get away with it at a trial. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I walked into the store to buy this weird ass Japanese game. And they told me we don't have copies of that. Like we only got copies for pre-orders because it's such a, it's not the kind of game that we get a lot of. Yeah. It's a a niche kind of game. Yeah. Yeah. So my thought when it came to Maneater is Maneater was that kind of game. Like there's only going to be a finite amount of copies. So even though, because my buddy, I told him that I was going to pick it up. He's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get it until it's 29 bucks. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to grab it now because I feel like this is going to be a game that's going to disappear and that it's going to be really expensive. Mm-hmm. And, and sure enough, it's, it's just $84 all of a sudden. That's crazy. Which is crazy. So my, my feeling is, is that it'll probably pop back down, but I feel like this is going to be the kind of game that it's not super common. You know, there's not going to be a lot of copies out in the wild. So it, pro- it might start fetching high yeah, prices. That's right. It's going to get us a little bit of internet fame and people are going to want to get on it. And then they're going to forget about it immediately. Yeah, so kind of like I'm the like, goose game, like the goose game, right? Yeah, so whatever. I grabbed it. I grabbed it for thirty bucks cheaper than it, and it just came out. Like it came out like two weeks ago. So I'm not feeling bad about it. Good. At some point, at some point, I'll play that. But I know you because your Steam account. Just so you know, like you're all like Mike, you don't play PC games. I was looking at my Steam and I saw that you were playing a new game on Steam. Yes, based on your recommendation, Mike, I I did plunk down the $25 and bought Command & Conquer Remastered. And I even put it in the calendar so I wouldn't forget. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, so I bought it and I'm I'm enjoying it. I don't know if I've just gotten really bad at like RTS kind of games, but it feels a lot harder than I remember it being. But overall, I really like what they did. They didn't really go overboard with the sort of the remastering stuff. And I think really what you're paying for is a lot of like the behind the scenes video and information that they throw at you. Basically, every time you beat a level, you get like a little behind the scenes clip that you can watch sort of separately and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it is enjoyable. They kind of really play up the whole remastered part of it. So when you open up the game at first, the game upgrades itself and you can flip back and forth between the, the, original graphics and the kind of upgraded graphics at any point in time. You just hit the space bar and it switches. If you were looking to play Command & Conquer Red Alert, just the multiplayer though, I would honestly say save your money and go look up Open RA, which is Open Red Alert. It's a free-to-play version of, of Red Alert that works best for like multiplayer in the skirmish mode, that kind of thing. It doesn't support... Well, sorry, not that it doesn't support. It just doesn't have any of the single-player stuff. I, I feel like you'd have a better time you know, spending $0 than you would $25. But if you do want to relive the campaign and stuff, then it is worth your money, for sure. Yeah. One of my favorite computer games of all time is red alert i loved that game and you know me i'm not a big pc guy so for that to be a game that stands out as a game that i played on pc you know that i must have liked it yeah so it's in my wish list i did just buy a new game with a shark in it right so i have i have other games to play at the moment but whenever that steam sale hits and that game drops down in price i will grab it and i will play red alert and i'll maybe i'll even maybe pop play, into the original we'll because play i've never played the original yeah. yeah, that would be good. Yeah, it'd be fun. We could be best buds. I've actually been on like a game of getting. We could be best buds. We're not best buds now. Not now. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> this is a frenemy podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got my free copy of Grand Theft Auto Five. I have not even opened it yet, 
but I have it. So wait, so you oh the Epic version? You mean? Yeah. So um, Epic, who's obviously is known for Fortnite, uh, they have the Epic Games Store, which is kind of their answer to Steam. So they've been giving away a lot of big name titles uh, for free. And last month's I think was Grand Theft Auto Five. This month is Civilization Six. So if you are a PC player and you want some free games, download it and you know get them <laughs> you can play them so i i will probably play that at some point in the future but not right now because i also picked up mike minecraft dungeons oh diablo for kids diablo for kids yeah but i actually i'm, I'm really enjoying it it's a lot of fun it's only uh, it was 20 bucks i think or 25 dollars canadian or whatever for the version i got and it's a fun little dungeon crawler game i'm really enjoying playing it i've i've probably put i don't know a dozen hours into it so far and i'm not getting tired of it yet um the thing i really like about it and it was one of their big selling points is like have you played diablo are you familiar with it i played the demo once (laughs) because i don't know why i even asked mike yeah (laughs) no i i played i played diablo 3's demo because i was looking for a game to play with laura because we you know we hadn't we didn't have a game to play together and I'd heard Diablo was good because it had couch multiplayer. And I'm like, okay, well, let's let's give it a shot. And I tried it. And Laura was like, eh. And then I was like, all right, well, maybe I'll give this a shot myself at some point. And that never happened. <laughs> it never happened. This might be it. Because I actually bought it to try to get Tiff to play a game. You know, mission failure, by the way. But, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it, it is fun. And I like the fact that, you know, you don't have to pick like the wizard class or the warrior class. And then you, that's the only thing you can kind of do. Like basically the way this game works is yeah, you pick up like some wizardy material. Guess what? Now you can be a wizard for a little while or you pick up like a really good sword and some armor. Well, now you play as a warrior. So it's kind of much more free flowing and fluid in that way. Right. Um, and I played the, the coach, excuse me, coach, couch multiplayer version of it with my uh, twin goddaughters the other day using Parsec. And that was actually a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed having like three people on the screen and it was uh, just a different experience for the game. Right. Well, you know what that means? What's that? That means that we got to try that. Yeah. Oh, I will 100% play with you, Mike. Yeah, damn right. Let's do it. I think the only the only thing I do not like about the couch, couch multiplayer thing is that if you view your inventory screen, it takes up the entire screen. So we basically have to agree together like, okay, let's look at the inventory. Okay, now it's my turn. Now it's your turn. Right, right. And I'm assuming, obviously, regular multiplayer doesn't have that problem. But I don't I guess as far as shortcomings go, that's the only shortcoming I've experienced so far. But it's a pretty minor detail because you don't spend that much time in the inventory. Yeah, well, maybe that's something we can do and and we can give that a shot with Laura now because Laura likes Minecraft. I know Minecraft and Minecraft Dungeons are not the same. No, it's very different. That's right. Yes. For, For all parents out there, Minecraft is like the Lego style game. Minecraft Dungeons takes place in like the Minecraft world. So it's all blocky and that kind of stuff, but there's no building or anything like that. Yeah, you don't do any of that kind of stuff. No. Is there a crossover of any kind? Like, I always wondered about skins. Uh, between Minecraft and Minecraft Dungeons? Yeah. Um, I th- I don't believe there's any real crossover. I mean, other than the characters being kind of the same and like their basic skin set, that's that's about it. That's the only crossover there is. As far as like cross-platform play, uh, right now there is no cross-platform, but apparently that's something that they're going to be adding in the future. I don't really know why they wouldn't have done it right away. Maybe they just ran out of time. Yeah. And then I remember when we were playing our stream night the other day, somebody was asking, as far as difficulty goes, it is, 
it's you can set the difficulty to whatever you want for every single level. So if you want to have the Mike Laidman experience where you are just a undefeatable god through every level, you can have that. Or if you want to have kind of a really challenging experience, you can do it too. So you can set it. And it kind of says, listen, you're a level 25. You should be here. But you obviously have the ability to to move it around as you see fit. So unkillable God it is. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But we, even when you're just starting, man, it, it when I first started playing, it was like, this is a pretty easy game. But then it really ramped up the difficulty as you kind of got better and that kind of thing. So, but anyway, yeah, for, for 20 bucks US or 25 Canadian or whatever it was, I would recommend it. It's a, it's a fun way to, you know, kill some time and play with the family or play with friends. And yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize it was so cheap. Yeah, you can get so right now there's two versions. There's the standard and then there's like the ultimate version or whatever deluxe version. Oh, of course. There always is. Yeah, because they're gonna release DLC. And so the deluxe one comes with a couple character skins and the first two DLC packs for free. But I did look it up and you can buy the DLC packs like separately and it works out to the same amount of money. So you you're not saving anything. It just kind of gives it to you right up front. So Yeah. And then in this case, if you don't like it, then you don't have to buy any of that DLC. Exactly. Yeah, that's kind of what I looked at it too, because it was only like ten bucks more. So I was like, well, I could spend thirty five dollars, but yeah, it didn't seem worth it to me at the time. But I might pick it up down the road. Yeah, and and at the rate that Steam discounts everything, maybe you'll pay less than ten dollars. Oh well, it's not a Steam game though. Ah, oh. I know. It's either Windows, it's either Windows Store or it's uh, like a separate kind of downloadable thing. Didn't they like like Microsoft starts putting its stuff on Steam? Didn't they? Like, yeah, they have uh, the Halo collection is all on Steam and that kind of thing. I'm sure it'll end up on Steam eventually. But they, the way they treat Minecraft with its own launches, I won't bore anybody. It's always been weird. I don't know why they do it the way they do it, but uh, they continue to do it with Minecraft Dungeons. So go for it. Oh, there you go. There you go. Well, you know what though? I gotta say, the day that this is releasing. The Thursday, because we release our episodes on Thursdays, we record them on Mondays. The Thursday this podcast releases is a big day. Do you know why, Chris? I probably did, but now I can't think of. They announced today that this Thursday, they're revealing the PlayStation 5. Oh, I did actually know. I saw that. Yes. Are you excited? I'm very excited. And that's probably what we're going to talk a lot about next week. I will make sure to watch it. Yeah, well, you don't have to. You can watch the Coles notes. I'm sure. No, I, I'm notes. interested to see it. I, I keep up to date with all this console stuff, even though I don't usually buy them. So the great thing is, I'm on vacation, so I don't have to worry <laughs> about like skipping work or anything to watch it. See, my original worry was because Laura, when it did get pushed back from its original date, and the original date, I told Laura, and she's like, "Oh, okay. Well, you can watch it. I'll watch." I'll watch William. And then I told her what time it was at. And she was like, oh, yeah, you'd be watching William. And then this week, it's going to actually be happening. Well, we're on vacation. So I'll see if she's like, oh, watch William and you can go watch it. We'll see if that that holds true this time. I really hope so. I love you, honey. Please let me watch my (laughs) PlayStation thing. (laughs) I'm sure you'll get to watch it. I'm sure. Even if I don't watch it live, I will probably end up yeah. watching it that day yeah still. watch it at 705 once William goes to bed yeah maybe uh, but, uh, or or 805 depending on how things go depending yeah. on how things go you never know he's he, we're still li- listening and learning and l- loving when it comes to how he's doing with uh 
without the soother. <laughs> so who knows? He could uh, could turn that around or not. We'll see. Well, I have. Uh, I'm hoping for you, Mike. It sounds like sleep training, kind of what you're doing. So yeah, it's like starting all over again, right? Yeah. Like it's except this time when when they get upset, they can you know run around in circles in their in their in their crib and trip and fall. Just don't and, give in to their demands, Mike. That's the sleep training rule. It's true. I, I'll just pretend that it's like a war crime and I'm just letting him. Yeah. When he throws lullaby out of the bed, wait five to 10 minutes before you go and get him because otherwise he learns that this is the ticket to get mommy and daddy into my bedroom. Yeah. <sighs> Kids. They're both stupid and smart at the same time. I know. Apparently it's much worse if we'd waited any longer. Like supposedly once they hit two years, it's like impossible just to get them off of soothers. Really? Eh? Yeah. So there you go. 18 months. Don't wait any longer than 18 months. <laughs> there you go. You heard it here first. Yes. So that's my advice. And on that note, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. You can follow along with our adventures in parenting at parttimenerdsfulltimedads.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, iHeartRadio, and all your favorite podcast listening services. If you want to get a hold of us, let us know any helpful tips or to even tell us what we said was dead wrong, you can send an email to the dads at parttimenerdsfulltimedads.com or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PTNerdsFTDads. We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next time, I am Mike. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again as soon.